Hello and welcome to the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Ramsey Rutschke, Riley Rutschke, and Sean Morris. I just wanted to take a moment of your time to talk to you about one of our sponsors, F&H Contracting and Fence, located in Billings, Montana. If you're looking to spruce up your yard or want a little more privacy for them summer backyard barbecues, or maybe you just need part of your fence repaired, contact our friends at F&H Contracting and Fence by texting 406-661-7484. From front yards to farm yards and even chain link to vinyl, they've got you covered. Now back to the action. What is up, podcast listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Bull Mountain Brothers. How are we doing, fellas? Not so bad. Not doing great. Glad to be back. I uh, I really think Riley would be proud with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the little head the head tilt. In he's like too. he's got a full like like body motion that he kicks into it yeah. and everything. It's I, th- I think game it's, time. That's all it is. I think it's like muscle memory for him at this point. With him being gone, I was looking at uh, all the previous episodes. I think the last like eight episodes we gave him shit for that intro, <laughs> and now this one too. All the way back to we just released the archery opener that was lost. Mm-hmm. We just released it today, and we were talking shit about it on that episode. <laughs> oh, oh shit! It just doesn't get old though. No, no, it doesn't. Anyway. Uh, we got Chad with us today. How are you doing, Chad? I'm doing great. Does Chad little little excited? Does he now take the tail of the tape of being the most recurring guest? Does he surpass Josh? No, I think he's tied. I'm at three right because we had Josh with uh, Chance. Was that his third? I believe so because we had him for two episodes in a row. I think then... Christian's at three too, though, because <laughs> he was here once before me, and then we've done two together. Mm, yeah. yeah. We're gonna have to settle it up. Yeah. But anyway, um here today without Riley or Matt. They are still guiding, doing their thing. Um so tonight it's just me, Sean, and Chad. Gonna tell a few stories, gonna talk about some news. I think Sean's got a few topics of conversation. But uh I feel like our our L Camp could probably fill this entire podcast with everything that happened. Oh yeah. That was good good what five five days, four and a half days. Yeah. Well, for, four and a half easily, yeah. For those listening, we actually just got back two days ago from a five day adventure of elk camp. Uh, kind of both of your guys' first extended elk camps, isn't it? Oh no, you used yeah. to have a long few days, but Chad's Chad. extended. Oh, one. my first one. Most I've done before this is sleeping in the bed of a pickup for <laughs> A night or two, but no, this one was... Might almost be better than the 85 degrees I had it in the camper every night. It's not like fart. (laughs) (laughs) Three dudes in a 20-foot camper, it gets a little... It was cozy. Gets a little rowdy in there. How was your first experience of real love camp? Overall, because we'll get into the nitty-gritty here in a minute. Overall, I mean, it's exactly what I expected it to be. In a good way. Well, I guess we need to do better, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Chad. Just make us feel like... Oh, I was so jacked. I mean... Did you... uh, The first two days, we didn't really see anything, which you kind of expect that going hunting, but... Uh, We saw a few nice... What was the first day we saw a couple nice muleys? Yeah. Was it a three by three or four by four? I couldn't tell. I think we saw one of each. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's just get a little background here on what what exactly went down. We, We left on a Wednesday... 
Um, right after work. Yeah, got on, returned home on a Monday. That was a that was a fun setup in the dark Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't too bad. I mean, this is the campers really. That's that's why I love that thing. It's so easy to just get where you need to go and drop it, and you're, I mean, you're set up in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. We had a fun little. Uh, the drive was probably the worst part. We I had think f- we went over sixty five. We had to pull over once. <laughs> we had a fun little altercation that had occurred um, while loading up at Ramsey's house. That was pretty <laughs> funny. Um, I learned how not to load a four wheel. <laughs> Tailgate's okay though, so we're good. Um, yeah, but it was a slow. It was a slow drive up there. I mean, it was it was dark. I mean, it's winter driving road conditions. Um, Blizzard about. 65% of the time. Yeah, it really cleared up once we get on the other side. Um, Roads weren't, like, terrible, though. There was snow blowing over them, but I don't think... No, I just... I was going, so I couldn't see. I mean, you turn the brights on, and it just made it worse. Right. The snow was blowing so hard. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to invest in some amber LEDs. Amber LEDs? Yeah. My old boss had a truck, and it you could change it between clear and amber. <clears throat> Huh. And for inclement weather, it doesn't like reflect off of the. Yeah, because those high beam LEDs I have, they. Oh yeah. It looks like a white wall ten feet in front of you when you turn them on. Got uh, got halfway there, and the lights on my camper quit working, so we. We fashioned a rigged a, a uh, magnet light, little magnet light on the back, so Chad could see me. Oh, it did great. It died about two minutes after we got to camp, so it was. Yeah, yeah, it was good flooded. timing, and you had to charge it in the where we gassed up. To yeah, I charged the rest it for of the crew. Minutes. And then Ramsey took off before I put it on and drug me across the parking lot. Dude, was, I had no idea that happened. <laughs> Chad was running across the parking lot trying to put that back on. <laughs> like I mean, we had ice, cell yeah. phone service. You could have just been like, hey. It was right there. I just had to, you know, put my skis on for a minute and slide across the ice. <laughs> I stopped. I mean, I literally stopped at the top of the hill. But drive up wasn't bad. Um, we didn't set the wall tent up till the next day, right? The it next, was next afternoon, it was, the, it was it? two days later. Was it really? I could have sworn it was the next afternoon. No, it was definitely two days later. Yeah, because we didn't want to do it that first night. But uh, there was a place that me and Sean had talked about that I've seen at Elka a lot of times previous to this year. And they'd gotten about a foot of snow before we got up there Monday and Tuesday Probably could have made it in the Ranger, but it just so being so far back in there, we didn't want to take a chance and blow a belt or something. And we're kind of fighting a flat tire on the Ranger that just fixed itself by Saturday. Mm hmm. It, uh, you know, thinking we're, we'll get into that story, but that wasn't actually the probably the sketchiest part of our driving experience there. Um, oh, I'm excited to hear what you uh, thought was the sketchiest part. Um, I mean, not not like sketchy, sketchy, but just as far as uh, we'd have been really screwed. Um, what, that ten by ten hole you went thirty miles an hour through. No, that wasn't that. Bad. No, <laughs> I just um, center punched a giant hole and put both these guys' heads through the roof. Just rearranged the dash a little bit. No, but that was uh, yeah we. We dev- we made the plan to go elk hunt that area, and the only way to get there is go up on top and. And I mean, it's it's not as high as up top because you're obviously coming down farther south than um, than north. You have to go to get there. Um, but uh, yeah, that was just kind of one of those deals. Was like 
Well, what did we do if we didn't bring any extra belts? Yeah. Um, and I just... Uh, it's not something I want to do. I mean, I could change a belt pretty quickly, but it's not something I want. I mean, you took your gloves off and your hands were frozen in like five minutes. What do you think the coldest day was when we were up there? Saturday. I don't know what the coldest day was, but I don't know if we got above five degrees at all the whole time we were up there, did we? Uh, So the Rangers not really like... Because they put the sensor right next to the radiator, but yeah, I think it said like two hundred one day. There was a yeah, it was two hundred thirty-two <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> but uh, the one in the camper that's outside every morning, I checked it, and I think the warmest morning was thirteen degrees. I feel okay. like that morning though, that we and that was Monday when we left, when it was a blizzard. It was pretty nice on Monday though. That uh, morning that we kind of came back to camp a little earlier. Um, and did some plowing and, you know, got firewood and did all It that. wasn't bad that, that day. That was pretty, that was a warmer day. That was pretty good. We were also, I mean, if you stop. I mean, we were all in long minutes. sleeves. Yeah. And yeah, that was what, Thursday? Yep. Thursday, we kind of, kind of hunted the morning, kind of got discouraged a little bit. So I think we, it was mainly because we planned on that spot. And obviously Thursday was the first day we were actually going to be able to hunt. Well, yeah, it's the first day you're jacked up. You just want to go shoot something right and, now. Yeah. And after our spot that we had, you know, looked at on Onyx and studied a little bit and known there was Elcat we couldn't get to, we're like, hmm. So we went back to camp and. Did we, we, we went out on an evening out that night though. Yeah. yeah but we, we went a little early. Yeah, because we got to where we wanted to be and turned around, and isn't that when we went and sat up on top and watched that middle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then Chad was eating his beer with a spoon. Yeah, he was. So it turns out at those temperatures, if you don't take a drink right away, you got a slushy. <laughs> so you now have a pocket knife and a spoon. <laughs> um, they gave me shit. I thought it worked pretty good. I'm the only one who finished my beer that night. So. <laughs> the. Uh, following day i believe we did that would be friday we did some we did a good amount of hiking yeah we did just over seven miles that that felt to me the coldest morning because we were moving and my beard was completely frozen oh yeah i had i think it was the wind it was the wind just walking right into it but you'd get too hot walking up that hill so you take off your hood yeah and then your ears would freeze do you know the funniest part about friday because obviously Thursday we did we kind of did a cruise around, got a lay of the land type deal. Mm-hmm. Hunted a little in the morning. I mean, we saw animals Thursday morning. Yeah, driving did. to spots to try and just glass. And uh, Friday we get up hell bent because uh, we got a shit ton of sleep Thursday night. Yeah. And uh, hauled ass up in the morning and did a hike on Friday and uh, pretty much hiked majority of the morning. Um, it's till about noon. Yeah, we we left camp at six thirty. I don't even think it was that late. We woke up at five. So I'll call it five, five fifteen no, six, six fifteen and yeah. we We got up there in the dark. Yeah. And it was noon the by funniest the time part we hit that ranger. Is we do all that hiking that day and Friday I don't think we saw a single animal. No, and that no. guy shot that bull like yeah. Yeah. Less than a quarter mile away. There was, oh yeah, there. that was the one thing that pissed that us off. Was the moral out. of the weekend was that there was a lot of animals, good animals harvested about 200 yards from camp. There's this hillside every time you sit in camp, you just stare you stare at it the whole time you're there hoping something drops out of the tree line and I think three times while we were out of camp. Yeah. Something got dropped. Cuz yeah. even what was it? Sunday night, oh, 
person in their group shot that buck. That buck. Someone shot that pretty decent mule deer. Yeah. They searched for like 18 hours for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a Friday was an experience. And I mean, I, I felt like we'd have a lot more to talk about on. Uh, um, well, let me. Okay, what I was get, getting into with the sketchiest thing was what I was saying is that trail that we went down on that cut across to try and see if we couldn't get up on top with that log. With when we were going oh, down yeah. that, if we would have got something would have happened to the ranger, the belt went out, or we got stuck real bad, we'd have been screwed. I mean, somebody'd have been. We'd have been winching our way out of there. I was yeah. more worried that Chevy followed us down that hill and wasn't going to be able to back up. I don't know if you were in a pickup and went down that. You, you I don't think you, you wouldn't have, have made it up, out. and we'd be trapped down there. Casey said that he did make it through that. What did he move the lock? I think he must have cut it. Oh yeah, he was smart enough to bring a chainsaw. Well, it was the only day I didn't bring a chainsaw. That's true. Because yeah. we were using it in camp, mm-hmm. and I just set it down next to the fire pit in camp, and. I was like, ah, we're not going to need that. And then sure as shit, we come down. I mean, it's a long way. It, you drop 1,500 feet in like three miles, so it's a long downhill. And we got to a point where it was almost a point of no return where we either kept going. Well, obviously, that's what point of no return means. Well, <laughs> my thing was is those tracks that we were looking at, I don't know how them sons of bitches turned well, around. Well, because you, you thought it had to have been a four-wheeler, but they were just as wide as your Ranger. There's no way. I don't know where they went. We saw tracks. They they turned up left around that log, nosed into the trees, and then backed down the other side. Yeah, they backed. They, they, they did turned like a in like that. Six like point turn like around This that is log. the log, and this is the side we turned in. They did like this. They came in, backed up, did this. Did this, did this, did this, got around the log and just went. Yeah, where you nosed into. Oh, they went straight by the log. Yeah. Where you pulled, nosed into that you couldn't fit. Someone did that when was able to back around the other side of the log. But that tree. That had to have been in a two-seater then. That tree that he, I mean, drove, that little Christmas tree that he drove into Mm -hmm. just because he he wouldn't have enough room. They didn't even, like, that wasn't bent or anything. No. So they had to have been in a single cab, two-seater. Something I thought that would have been too long. He thought it was a four wheeler, but that it was too wide. There's no way it could have been. So. And there was because no, I was looking at it and I was like, I wonder if they went around this other tree that was well, that because that's what I thought because it looked like they kind of went down and around, but there was another log across the way there. I was so confused, but luckily we were able to get turned around. And I mean, that wouldn't have been that bad because it would have. I mean, when, once we got turned around, I mean, it could have sucked if that snow was deeper. I guarantee you, we couldn't have. We couldn't have low geared our way out of there. We just had to sit there and we'd have just played the wench and just played leapfrogged up the hill. We'd have had to have. I mean, it worked. It had taken a long time, but and it wasn't like I mean, we were completely surrounded by trees. We weren't on a canyon side or anything. Right. If you would have slid off, you'd have just we would have been fine. We just tired of bumped a tree and then yeah. Uh, Warren did have one thing to say about us using his ranger. What we lost a hubcap. We did. Yeah. Hey, it's a good thing I know a guy who works at Polaris. Yeah, well, you can't. <laughs> it was discontinued. Oh, really? Yeah, those are wheels. How off about of a twenty twenty five seventy. I'm sure he's got one stashed somewhere, but he's like, "Hey, where's my hubcap?" I'm like, didn't even know it was gone. <laughs> That's funny. I actually looked at those the first couple of days because 
I just I'm missing one on mine, not to steal it, but I was like, I wonder how if these things stay. I on. know where my hubcap is, Sean. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder yeah. if these things stay on. I was like, well, these guys got them. I don't I don't know how I lost mine. I'm not really sure how it came off because they're kind of like truck ones mm-hmm. where the the wheel holds them on. They don't just like snap in. Oh, really? I thought mine was just like a cap. I mean, it yeah, had yours to, might caps. be a little different. Yeah. No. I mean, it could have been when we knocked that uh, good size hole. <laughs> no, because it's on the back right. Back right. It had to have been when the we tire were... that kept going flat was on that same wheel. We had to. Have That's been why I don't know how I didn't notice out. it because I check that tire every day. We must have been just when we were going through a little deep snow or something. It yeah, it had to have been blowing some drifts. Because, I mean, other than that, the roads were not that bad. Except for Saturday or Sunday. I would say as of Friday night, spirits were starting to get a little lower. Mm-hmm. Well, Chad passed up on a nice field of buck, but. Which, it is whatever. It was day one. It was in the trees. I I'm not sure if Chad well. was really lo- looking to take out on mule deer, though, that trip. Did we? No, I mean, like I said, I think of all. Elk, white tailed mule deer. What that's are you a, doing? That's a real Chad look, right? You there. like the Chad look? <laughs> you're, you're a real. I need to live up to my. Dude's wearing sunglasses in a lit <laughs> studio right now. Being a Chad. No, but of elk, white tailed mule deer, that's my least favorite. So I, my standards are pretty high. That was a good. Th- he wasn't was bad. He didn't was stick heavy. around too long. He was either. heavy for. I mean, that's mountain mealies, man. Yeah, They're heavy. It's not like he's. Why didn't you shoot it, Sean? He ran pretty quick. I don't know. I don't, I I don't know that he didn't run until I put it in low and yeah. goosed it to the floor. I mean, you probably could have. <laughs> I probably could have thrown a shot or two. That's all right. Well, okay. Hey, you know what? Shit, after we so saw him, we... I think Ramsey and I both were like, yeah, we're shooting a meal there. Well, yeah, but by, by Friday, by Friday afternoon, that. I was like, shit, I should have shot that one. <laughs> hey, there's not that's saying. There. I know. Don't pass fish up. Or don't leave fish to find fish. That is a true story. No, what did Ramsey say? Don't pass up on the first day what you wouldn't pass on the last day. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't pass up on the first day what you'd shoot on the last day. Did I say it backwards? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's a... I was just clarifying. Oh. That is definitely a very, very real, hurtful truth a lot of the times. I've done it before. I mean, many day one, times. it wasn't even the buck aspect it was the i'm elk hunting i just want to find an elk at the end of the day like i would say i probably got about a 75 percent chance of shooting a cow during shoulder so like when it comes to meat i don't necessarily and riley shot a bull this year and we live together so i don't need the meat right so if i'm going to shoot something i'm going to make sure it's mature right which he was right on the cusp i mean he's probably a three or four year old deer I mean, how many mule deer do you think we passed up last year? Dozens. Yeah. So, I mean. But they were all immature. I mean, well, the good majority of them. I should could have found that one on Obsidian again. I, I wish I would have shot that. Uh, shot that three-point in velvet last year. <laughs> that would have been a cool deer. I kind of wish. I don't know if it was a one-year thing, which it's usually not, but. I'd like to find him again. I got it. We got a camera up in the, uh, up in that draw, that same draw that we haven't touched in over two weeks. So that is true. But uh, realistically, yeah, the first two full days, pretty about camp were pretty, uh, pretty just lax and not lax days. Called just 
Not what uh, I'm sure all of us instilled in our brains was going to happen at right. El Camp, but I mean, that's how it goes. Well, because after that, we saw the mule deer and a couple does. That right. was it, Thursday morning, and we didn't see anything. Do you know what I was just thinking about? Hey, we did see after, moose, After uh, uh, Brett shot that whitetail, I got to thinking about it. We didn't see a whitetail buck living. No. No? Not a single one. All whitetail does. Mm. Did we even see Or did we that night coming in from... Uh, yeah, Chad, that's why I have a new gun. <laughs> That night coming in for well, the... Up to then, I was talking. Uh, I don't think we'd have oh. seen it anyway. I thought that night coming in from town, we we saw a whitetail buck oh, right the side of the road. Did you guys low. see that little whitetail buck driving out on Monday? Right no, next I... to the road when he got to the highway? Uh-uh. It was we like saw right a lot of whitetail that night when we came in from White Sulphur. We, yeah. yeah. we found a, a dead um, two-point mielder buck right uh, on the highway coming into town here. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah it was so pretty fresh. I, it had just been hit. Yeah. We did end up Friday night. We went in. And now that I think about it more, we probably should have done it Saturday night. But we Going went into in, town. Yeah. We went into town to meet our good friends, Landing and Garrett, and then take a soak in the hot springs, which was life changing. Went to shower and there was no soap. So just did the old, the old rinser. Rinse, which is better than. What we were sitting in at camp. So went to the roadhouse and uh, that new menu is pretty bomb.com. I'd they go back some, for the cheese curds. They got some good, good food over curds. there at the Montana Roadhouse. But uh, what does that bring us to Saturday? That builds up. To hey, we did uh, miss the moose on Thursday. Oh, yeah, we did. We did see a couple moose. Yeah, we saw a, a nice bull and, a, and a, literally yeah, as we were driving up, I was like, this is a place that I. Well, you said it 90% of the time we see a moose. And I'm like, well, that means this is the one time we won't see it. I'm sure as shit, like, what, three seconds after I said that, I was like, oh, like that one right there. The cow pops out, yeah. And then we drove down. Went pretty slow. I didn't didn't really care to scare any of them away, you know. And then uh, when we got down to her, a bull came up out of the bottom where you couldn't see him and hid in the trees. He took off pretty quick. We had like a split millisecond of view on him. We could have stayed there. And probably got a better look at him, but like I said, there's no point in scaring him. Got a couple nice pictures of that cow. Yeah. Did you? I tried. That's when I realized my camera's broken on my phone. Oh, wonderful. Is that from dropping it here in the studio? No, I don't know what this one's from. You can see I got three cameras. Oh, one of them's completely gone. I I thought it didn't affect me because all the pictures I take, like just up close or whatever, they're fine. I realize it's a long distance one that's broken. What's that bottom one? Haven't figured that one out yet. I don't. It kind of looks like it's very, just gone. It's it's expensive, so. Well, that's what I ran into. My phone, my one of mine's cracked. Is it? Yeah, the lens is completely gone on those two. That uh, there was. I feel like there was a lot of good buildup to to Saturday. Well, I think. I mean, you never want to be skunked the first two days, but at the same time, that makes the next day so much better. We definitely hit that wave, though, like Mm -hmm. you said, of of El Camp, where you go for over... Over the time of Almost over half, right at half Mm -hmm. of the time that you're there without actually being able to hunt a spot that you wanted and planned to and even really seeing... We didn't see any elk. Well, yeah, and I think the biggest killer for me was I was thinking... You get up there Thursday, Friday, you're beating the weekend warriors. So 
which was still, still a lot of traffic. Is there Isn't that funny, though, how that optimism in our So heads? that was my thought. If I'm the only one up there, I'm going to shoot something. Then you get up there, and you spend those two days and nothing. And, and it ended up. It took those weekend warriors coming out there. To well, push that, them. that's yeah. what I was getting at. Isn't that funny how that optimism that we had mm-hmm. switched? Because like Wednesday night, we're like, oh, perfect. You know, all the weekend warriors are going to be up here. We're going to be able to hunt our spots. And then as soon as Friday came around, we're like, you know, th- it actually might be good that the weekend warriors are coming up because they're yeah, going to find something. They're gonna start pushing everything. <laughs> yeah. Our optimism, it's just like it's a roller coaster, man. You've got to find a silver it. lining yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So and I think because uh, we hiked our asses off Friday. And uh, I think bedtime called us, what, about 8 o'clock? The first, so Thursday night and Friday night, I think no, we got Oh, no, hours. Friday no. we stayed out late. Oh, that was, Friday was the day that I don't think we right? got back to camp until about 10.30. 10.30, yeah. 11. Well, at least Thursday night, we, we got, what, 10 hours of sleep? Thursday? Oh, yeah. That was amazing. We were all pretty worthless that night. Which we really didn't do a whole lot that day. So, ended yeah. up. Well, it's because we got to camp at midnight and then woke up at, well, we didn't go to bed until one thirty. Yeah, and then we woke up five thirty, six o'clock the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that night Thursday, we were all definitely like, you know, a good eight hours would be yeah, be about perfect. Friday, got back from my sulfur, went straight to bed. I don't think we we might have bullshitted with everybody. I think else we stepped into bit. the tent for a few minutes, but uh, decided right then and there. That uh, we were sleeping in the next morning. Saving grace right there. Uh, woke up. What We set our alarm for 6.15. I don't think we pulled out of camp till 7.30, 7.45. Yeah, we kind of dicked around, had some breakfast, whatever. And Sean had been telling me that morning, he's like, hey, there's a road that goes along a bunch of uh, fingers that come off the upper part of the mountain. He's like, hey, I want to glass those. I was like... All right, well, let's just take our time and we'll go drive the road. You know, everyone had already been through there that gets up early and got to a little pull off. And I was like, well, let's just hey, drive up here. Skip and... the, the fun part of the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's definitely fun. So part. Yeah. I had a white tail doe tag and I was like, I just, it'd be nice to have, you know, some, maybe some camp meat, fry some back straps up or whatever. That was probably the third or fourth white tail we'd seen that morning that you actually. Yeah, because there was two in the group. Sean first off spotted two whitetails, and they kind of took off right away. We drove probably another mile, and here was another one that I I saw probably two or three hundred yards away through some trees. So I got out with the old not so trusty three hundred, put her right on the vitals, leaned up against a tree, missed her bigger and shit, and. Then on two it. popped out actually. Right, yeah, me and Sean right. walked up there and I went up to go check down. for blood just to make sure he didn't hit and if we were tracking something and I went over and as soon as I got probably forty yards from where she was at when he when he shot, there's two trickled out, came up over and went and looked and walked about hundred hundred and fifty yard radius of where he shot and there's yeah. nothing. Walked he, up, found he, where they were bedded down. They must have just gotten out and he clean, clean missed. There's something mm-hmm. wrong with that gun. And it's all right. Cause I got back. Well, we got back Monday, went back to work Tuesday. Sold the gun to my boss Tuesday night. Got the money for it this morning. See, I'm not even sure if it's faulty. I just think 
you've missed a couple things and i get that like it's in your head now it's in the back of your mind every time well i've missed more animals with that gun than i've shot with that right and so i just kind of told myself i was like fresh start uh got the money went back to uh good old shields today and picked me up a new bergera that seems to be that seems to be a trend of 50 percent of bull mountain brothers has (laughs) bought a new rifle in the mix of hunting season (laughs) which i won't cite this one in and use it this season i'll probably have it for shoulder season but uh i'm gonna finish it out with the old trusty 7mm but as you were saying about saturday yeah miss miss the white tail it's awesome oh man miss the white tail um got back in the ranger kept driving and got to this point and there was like you know 40 head uh elk tracks that had crossed the road and they all went down towards this prayer the flats area so we got up on this little pull up where you can look down on the flats and walked over there and noticed that all the tracks had come around and headed back up the mountain well me and chad were uh glassing down in the flats and sean had end up I got. A, I just had a wild hair, man. I was just like, cause I we all sat there and glassed them flats for about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, and I was just staring at them, and I, you know, I just kind of was like, hmm, not even thinking about anything. Turned around. Was, I mean, just nonchalant as ever. He was glassing the hills up behind us, and he's like, Ramsey, I got a cow and a calf, and I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and then I put my binoculars up and look where he was looking. I was like, oh. Sure as shit, there's a cow and a calf. And well, we, we spotted the bull from there. Well, we looked. I Because basically when I I turn around and I put my elbow on the ranger and I just like pull my bottles up and at first I was looking way, way up top. And then I just kind of gritting it down. And I saw the, for those of you that know, when you see the ass of an elk, it is a very, very distinct color difference. They didn't uh, their their uh, um, biological um, evolution did not. Uh, I don't think it touched their ass um, because uh, it's. I mean that that the light, snow probably helped too. Yeah, it did. That, well, I mean, in the light tan. It's funny how distinct it is because you're sitting in the ranger, you're sitting on the side of the hill, and you're glassing, and everything looks like an elk. Oh, yeah. Until you actually see one. Me and Sean on that hike on, what, Friday morning? I was Me and Sean were sitting on the side of the hill looking over this meadow. It's like, isn't that funny how everything makes you jump thinking it's an elk? Until you actually see an elk and you realize how stupid everything else looks. Because we both came over and he goes, Chad, hold on. And he looks over and he goes, no, it's just a tree. We We did that like another 20 yards. And I thought, wait, hold on. I was like, oh, shit. Sean, I just looked at the same tree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a... It's definitely a battle, but that was like one of those times where I like I saw oh, that. You and know. I you know what's funny is actually when I when I had my bottles up and I was like because I was doing this, right? I was gritting horizontally down mm-hmm. trying to at least like I mean reference that Chad would love. When you're mowing, <laughs> you don't you go over the last patch that you just mowed so you don't miss any. Overlap. Overlap. So I was doing some overlap coming down the mountain. It was a good grass joke for Chad. Um, and basically when Chad I came down. grass for a living. I, uh, I was doing one of these and I just came across and then I went like a discount double check. I went like this. And uh, I put my binos down right away and I just like bare, I naked eyed it. 
And I was just looking at it, and I kind of turned my head, and then I went back up. And then, sure as shit, that other, the calf, or I actually spotted the cow, the cow, or the calf's ass. And then I looked up right above, a little bit above her, and that cow was broadside. And that's what I mentioned to those guys. And then, as I pointed out to these two where, um, where I was looking at them, I happened to look up in the tree line, and all you could see was about from the joint of the legs down, probably about 15 elk in the tr- in the timber and then we glassed for a little bit and a little bit and then that's when ramsey spotted the bull in the herd um i don't think if chad ever actually got to put eyes on that bull i don't know i never did um i saw him in the binos from down low mm-hmm. and then obviously once again but we'll get into that um, yeah but uh funny story happened after that <laughs> i don't condone this uh, we but pro- I did it. We uh, we all did it. We won't but- get into too much detail. Ran into some hunters. Well, the funny thing is, we're about half sprint heading up that mountain yeah, when these we three were- nonchalant guys come on. Ba- and let me just tell you that wasn't my best decision to tell everyone to leave their backpacks to we'll make a slider. <laughs> but that'll come in. But yeah, at the ranger, what should we grab? Nothing. Just start walking. Oh, what should we grab? No, just start walking. All right, let's go. <laughs> we made a plan really quick about what uh, what we were going to do, and then a couple guys happened to hop up over that. Which, in hindsight, those those elk weren't going anywhere. They no. Pretty relaxed. We yeah. probably could have taken our time. But um, I have been I in it, too many situations up hunting public land where if you tell people that you see elk, they'll try to beat you up the mountain. That was my... And in that case with those guys, I don't think they'd have tried to beat us up the mountain. No, I, I don't think they had think so. a shot from down low. Right. And they'd I have just, had a shot. As far as they knew, we told them we hadn't seen anything. We said we saw tracks. We didn't lie. Which they saw the same tracks. Yeah. So, I mean... We, we just didn't indulge. And and we told them we felt like taking a hike this morning. And yeah, we I said did. you got to put the foot miles on. <laughs> so, we basically went up a ridge to the right of where the elk were. Our right, their left. And... uh basically we're moving up the mountain and we got to a point where I, the first part we stopped, I thought we were parallel with them. I thought so. And you could see, well, we saw like 15 clearings where we thought we could just move left a little bit yeah. and get a shot at them. And then Ramsey and I kind of indulged in conversation and went, I think we got to get up higher and try and shoot down on them because plus our wind was perfect for that play. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have really came in that valley lower than them and tried to take a shot uphill that just wouldn't have been smart um so we kind of just kept moving up and 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 the more we went up the more just tracks and beds and shit was was everywhere and and the slipperier it got yeah speaking of that uh i I was getting to that (laughs) we actually spotted a cow bedded under a single tree staring at us she, she was staring at us and we actually kind of in a way where i felt like we got jumped because i mean shit she was still probably five six hundred yards from us but she was staring right at us in this clearing and we stacked up <laughs> just started just literally jumping. stacked up ramsey in front me in the middle chad behind me and literally ramsey and i are like talking to each other and chad's just behind me right and we're just talking figuring out what to do and i'm like can you get your bite and he's like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, I have my scope. And he turns his gun really slowly sideways and brings it up to his eye. And he's like looking at her. 
And I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> and he goes, staring at us. <laughs> and, and so he puts his gun back down and I was like, I was like, puff your shoulders up a little bit. So he goes really slow and he, and Ramsey's a wide dude. So he puffs his shoulders up and I kind of creep down and then got in my bino harness and pulled my shoulders out or my shoulders, my binos up. And I said, all right, drop your shoulders. And he did. And I had eyes on her and she was staring in our direction. She wasn't like death uh, stare. She probably didn't even know. Yes. But, and then Ramsey goes, it was kind of like a game of telephone and like you do in school. Cause Ramsey goes, he goes, move really slowly behind. Cause we were basically by this big juniper bush and he's like, mm. move really slowly behind it. And I like turn my shoulder enough where Chad can see my lips, and I'm like, Chad, move behind that bush. So he starts backpedaling really slowly, and as soon as he got clear, I just went up straight behind well, Yeah, him. because the, the juniper bush was right next to me, but it ended right next to you, so yeah. I had to go down and around. And then I basically walked up, got in some trees, and, and then I got eyes on her, and Ramsey's just like staring at me like, what do I do? <laughs> and I'm looking at her. And then he pulls, and then I like give him the thumbs up, and he pulls his binos up, and she goes, she turned her head, and then so he took his steps and came up, and we got back into the timber, which it was it was a funny, uh, oh yeah, altercation. Because at that point, I mean, I mean Ramsey and I have had several, I mean several failed stalks on mm-hmm. animals before, because I mean that's hunting, but we were just really really hell bent on not doing something wrong, right? Um, that was a lot of times. I mean. It took us probably what hour forty five to get where we wanted to be. Easy, and I'd say forty five minutes of that was just just contemplating what decisions to make next. Well, because we kept saying, I mean, it was always the same thing. It was always get up higher and get over to him because mm-hmm. basically we had a side hill to get to a shooting lane on him. But I mean, at that point, one person out of our group could have shot that cow that we saw easily. Right. I mean, that was. I don't. She wasn't five, six hundred yards. I bet you that was probably a solid three hundred yard shot. Oh yeah, and she it was, was a doable shot. She was bedded down. Um, one of us could have shot, and but I mean, when you got forty head up there, why? Well, at that point, we really didn't know. I mean, right. we knew there was a, there was a good amount of elk up there, but we didn't know how many. And that was when we had the same plan the whole time: was get up, get to shooting lane, right? Side hill a little bit. Every single time we'd stop, and I'd. Turn to look at Ramsey. I'm like, it is too damn thick there, man. We mm-hmm. we will not be able to shoot. And we're like, go higher, go higher. And we get to a spot and we start side hilling through that some of that little bit of deadfall. And uh, it felt like we were going to open up. And then I kind of was ahead of the those guys and I like peered my head around the corner of the the hill and I went, there's no way we're not going to be able to get a shooting lane on. We're not going to be able to get a rest anywhere, even with a bipod. Cause we're on an on an angle, and uh, yeah, we just kept moving up the mountain. Got to the top. I mean, which in this in this was the funniest thing was because at the top of our mountain and their mountain, it was the same start to thick, nasty downhill shit. Mm-hmm. And because I mean, I had my onyx up and I was literally looking at it, and I pinged where that cow was in a general area and uh we were two or three hundred yards above her yeah and i was like and then i was looking around and right before that thick dark shit it opened up enough i mean you could see plotches of grass and everything that we were like well it looks like we're gonna have to go up 
and around that and try and get to look down on them. Mm-hmm. I would say hindsight. I wish we'd have gone into the deadfall. I think there's going to be a lot of hindsight on this story. And that's probably the only regret. I Well, one of two regrets that I have on that stock is I think we should have got into the deadfall, Might stayed been, in the dark. Could have been too loud, though. There's a lot of logs. That's, shit. Yeah. Well, it was so hard to stay quiet walking through the easiest stuff we could find. Yeah. Ended up getting into some new growth timber. I mean, it was shorter than Chad. I mean, you could go <laughs> to the top of it. Well, Chad's the shortest one in the group, okay? <laughs> but uh, we were walking, and I was in the front, and I ended up seeing, what, 10, 10 cows were right there on the edge of the trees there. I don't think you couldn't count 10, but you um, obviously later we knew that there was. But I think initially we could see at least Four. I think I four saw to four five. to five. Yeah. Because it was Ramsey, me, Chad. We were kind of stacked up, and then we kind of fanned. And I think mm-hmm. that, that first group there, what, probably 100 yards? Oh, yeah, easy. Oh, yeah. And I spotted them. I said, all right, let's get down. There was a big row of new growth trees right in front of us. I said, let's creep through these trees, spread out. We'll all pick one. You know, and do I the, got. Do the typical three, two, three, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> Shoot! <laughs> and I got down on my knees to try to crawl around this tree because we were starting to fan out. And for whatever reason, we don't know if the wind swirled because I didn't make any more noise than I was. No, oh, and you felt so bad for the longest time about that. And I'm and like, it, dude, she didn't even look at us. Well, and, it's and essentially what happened was is the lead cow was down below. We didn't even see the lead cow. She was closest to us. She was probably a 75, 80 yards from us, mm-hmm. but lower, and there was too much timber to cover her, and she basically picked her head up. Picked her head up and just, and just shot away. Peaced out, and I mean, she didn't look at us. Those other cows that was that she was with her didn't look at us, Mm-mm. but as soon as she did that, the cows that we were looking at, they didn't know what was going on. Oh, the ones that we spotted initially yeah, from down below. because they had no idea what was going on. I the think they were one, so far down the hill. <laughs> the one that was out in the front where you could only see her neck and her head around that, right. that thin tree, she took off right away with the lead cow. Mm-hmm. But the other three behind her ran up to where she was and was like doing one of these, like looking around like, what's going on? What do you, I mean, what? And then they turned and jogged off. And uh, at that point, I feel like all of us were like, oh, no, it was like, luckily we stayed stock quiet. ended, you know, and well, and I, I got up and I moved out of, from in front of you guys and kind of went to the left. We walked probably another what 80 yards. I don't I, even think we walked that no. far. Maybe and, 10 I mean, yards. We, yeah. we hadn't given up. We were still staying quiet. We we're moving slow. Just kind of walked up a little bit and we were watching. And I think maybe another four cows, five cows came up over that hill. Right. And then... <laughs> Here comes uh, here comes the bull about Mach seven across the top. I don't even think Chad. I can't believe Chad never saw. I him. never saw him. No, I, I was a little bit. I behind saw him through point. the trees, but I definitely saw him as he you went know, into the well, deadfall. Because I think I was looking further up on top of the peak. You could see twenty of those things. The legs Where, of them running. Because I'm telling trees. you right now, the only reason that Sean dropped is because that bull came over the top, and he knew there was more coming. No, Mm-mm. that's what I was just about to say. Is because so Chad was kind of behind me to my left about six yards. Not you were, I mean, we were. You were on the left about twenty. When yards that down. bull crested that hill, I saw his legs come through. He opened up into that meadow, right? And that's where I second, saw him. Where I, I, I got eyes on him. 
this was the funny thing is why didn't I drop when those four cows? Because it was a probably I would say about three and a half to five seconds span mm-hmm. between that first cows and the bull piece in and the bull and those other cows. And I don't know why I didn't drop then. I really I don't know because how many seconds later? Maybe ten when those the the last cow right. two cows came up. Did I yell shoot them? No, that time. No, it's because those. Well, no, we were all just in such. We were just pissed. Like, ah, we ruined it. And I mean, I think Chad's probably got the best perspective um, from what happened next, like initially next, because I mean, I can obviously tell my side too. But I mean, you were, you were kind of in a in a spot where I was almost kind of blocking part of that meadow from you. I think. Are you talking? Well, yeah. What like what, what happened? We came up to? Yeah. Because when as we we're walking, because we were walking when we were, wa- I think we made it about eighty yards from when every all of them left. Yeah, we we stayed quiet and we just thought let's keep moving. Maybe eighty yards, and Sean was just about directly in front of me, which is why I didn't see what was about to happen. I was actually looking down the hill to see if anything else was happening. And I'm looking down to my left, and I see Sean just drop down to his knees. I'm like, shit, something's happening. I didn't know what he was looking at, but I just dropped down to my knees behind him. Still I was behind a tree. Yeah, Ramsey was like 20 yards below us. You saw him, though, didn't you? You just didn't have a shot? I never saw those cows until they crossed the meadow where you guys shot them. Okay. Yeah, because I basically I saw these two cows coming up, tailing that bull um, moments after that bull. But they weren't in a rush. They didn't know what was no, going they, on. No, they well, were just... That was the cow... Their the, thing. That was the two cows that I saw and spotted yeah, down, at the, down on the road. Because they were a hell of a lot lower on that mountain than the other ones. Mm-hmm. And they basically came up and i don't know why i just dropped immediately like i dropped down Dang. my bipod was already out i dropped down and i was basically on my ass almost and i pulled up and for whatever reason one of those times where things just worked perfectly they stopped broadside in that meadow i felt like it was for 30 seconds it was probably 10 that I don't even it was think less it was than that, that dude. It was maybe five. Because I'm trying to think of all the actions that happened when he dropped down in front of me. Still didn't know what he was looking at. I literally dropped down behind him, looked over his shoulder to see where he was aiming at, and then dropped. Because I pulled my down. gun up instantly, and then Ramsey turns and goes, "Shoot him!" Well, yeah, I, I just hear Ramsey going, "Shoot him!" I'm like, "Shit, where are they?" And I look forward, and I'm like, "Oh, damn!" And so I'm sitting there, and I'm freehand, and I'm kind of like, I'm wobbling a little, and then I basically, <sighs> and then. <sighs> Let all let all of it all of it out, and I, I went, I shot. Immediately after I shot, Chad. It was before you shot, actually, because like we both had our sights on him. Was that you said that before I shot? Yeah, neither no one had shot, but I knew exactly what was about to happen. Chad had the decency <laughs> and the awareness of this man was perf- It was perfect. Is the reason that you will continue hunting with us? Is so basically the cow I shot and the cow Chad shot. The cow was in front of my cow was on the right in the front Mm -hmm. and Chad's cow was on the left, both broadside. And I never, I'm thinking in my head, I told Chad this too at, at camp, I'm thinking in my head and I thought I was saying it out loud. I was going right, 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 right in my head. And so basically Chad had the decency to think, Oh, it makes chronological order sense. You know, if he's on the right, he's going to shoot the one on the right. And then, so um, basically, Chad had the decency of a, as a human being to tell me to cover my ears. And I could see you kind of ponder that for a second, because we're both aiming, and Sean's about to take the shot, and I'm like, I hope he knows that 
the next thing that is about is about to happen is going to ruin his day. <laughs> so basically, I I shoot <laughs> and immediately go. I I immediately when I missed, I totally was like, I missed, I missed. There's no way I did. It just I missed, and and then Chad is leaning on my right shoulder after because I shoot. And I dropped my barrel, and I didn't even me. realize I was touching you, honestly. Well, because when he dropped, we just happened to be next to each other, so I'm just—that's where I landed, you know. And I, so I <laughs> dropped my barrel, and I was mid-chambering him, and I just feel Chad just doing one of these, just <laughs> leaning on me, and I was—I was laughing my ass off, and I was chambering, and all of a sudden, right, literally, I mean, it had to have been. It was a—I mean, I waited for that shot. I'd say it was probably about a second and a half. In well, because I know shot. I'm surprised this happened because. When you shot, I knew the shot was coming. I was trying to prepare for it. But when you shot, I flinched and took my head off the scope and came came back. And luckily, she was still in my crosshairs, and I pulled the trigger. Yeah. And, I mean, it. I immediately went, oh, I I, I missed. And Ramsey's down below, and he, I think he had his binos out. Yeah. Uh-uh, I was very high. Oh, okay. really? And he turns and goes, Chad, you smoked her. He, he's like, you smoked her. And uh, mine took off down the hill like nothing me and sean both were like yeah well, it, you it didn't that. react you shot no. and she just kind of jogged down the hill I'm like all right i know and it was there was and we ended up uh chad's actually um dropped down on about only about 20 yards yeah because we shot these things they're right on the peak of this mountain so yeah she dropped down the back on the side. edge of that thick downhill yeah. shit that i was talking about earlier yeah. and so she made it about 20 yards um, in. i will tell you the only reason we found chad's cow was because she was crying and making noise. Mm-hmm. If she would have stayed silent, I don't know if we'd ever. Well, there wasn't even that was much no blood. blood. There was no blood on Chad's. Mm-mm. And I'd walk over. I walked over there, and I could still hear like kind of thrashing some trees and stuff. Finally, I walked over and I saw her. Um, and then the these two came over, and I was like, "Well." We didn't bring the backpack, so we'll just drag, <laughs> drag her to the top. And she was she was a younger cow, um, yeah. two year old calf. Um, so it wasn't too bad. And of course, Chad, I went. Does anybody have a knife? And Chad goes, "I got a pocket knife." I was like, "How sharp is it?" And he goes, "Probably couldn't cut butter." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we went, "Ah, shit!" It gets me out of tight situations. That's about it. Um. So basically, um. We decided that I was like, well, Chad and I are going to drag her up to the top and then we'll make a plan from there. Yeah. And we gave all the guns to Ramsey because Chad and I had a decent to carry. Yeah. We had an elk to, to drag up a hill. And we'll, we'll start with the, he put them all on his back. And then as a safe person goes, can somebody get behind me and make sure all these are safe for me to carry? I was like, yeah, fine. I go around the back and Sean's bolt was halfway open. I was like, I just closed it, put it on safety didn't think i just you didn't even put it on safety i put it on safety didn't I? oh yeah you did yeah. so that was just my first thought we're done with our hunt i'm just i'm closing these guns i don't need one going off on ramsey's back so that was there's no thought to it i'll carry on with well that the, the next part's you know, all yours you're the one who found the rest of our saturday oh well yeah what did it take us 15 minutes from the time i shot to get it to the top it of took the a minute to get her 15 20 minutes and we're coming up and we get to the top, and I look over, and I went, that trail's not heading where my cow just landed. And we look over, and just piles of blood running down the hill. I was like, I, Sean came and met up with me. I'm like, well, she's bleeding really 
really you good. You could have you could have jogged and stayed up with that blood trail. Oh yeah. It so I was like, well, let's just go take we'll take Chad's elk to the bottom, gut it out, take it back to camp, skin it out, hang it, whatever. Give that give we'll, we'll give that cow time to Little. I don't want to push her out of her bed again. No. So we went back, hung Chad or hung Chad's cow, skinned it out, and then we're like, well, let's let's eat a little bit of food. Warm drink some power raids, warm up our toes, get some electrolytes. And so probably two hours later, we headed back up there. And I'm like, all right, Sean's got it marked where our blood trail is. Not that it would have been hard for us to find it anyway. No. So hike up there, took our backpacks this time. Solid move. Um, <laughs> Sean didn't k- take his gun because, I mean, all of us were pretty convinced at that point that she was not going to be alive when we found her. And what made it 300 yards down the blood trail probably? I was about 60 yards in front of, a, in front of these guys, and I ended up jumping her out of her bed, and I turned around, and I ran back to Ramsey and grabbed the um, – grabbed he was carrying his 7mm and i grabbed that and i kind of let her she moseyed down the mountain a little and uh she wasn't moving very fast i mean she definitely lost a lot of blood she was about to go down and i watched i watched and she kind of got to a spot she kind of stood just standing at probably 80 90 yards from us and i put the 7mm on the tree and took final shot and she dropped and uh, I hear Ramsey behind me. As soon as he sees her draft, he goes, Boo-hoo! just start hooping and hollering and <laughs> doing all this. And Chad slips. Um, My freaking leg cramped up, and I stepped on a log. And, and he's like 10 there, feet down the mountain. And he's on the ground, and I'm like 10 yards to his left. And I basically I just shot this cow, and I was laying down. Or I was like turning around looking at Ramsey, just like fist pumping, you know, first elk. All this energy going through, and. Chad's laying on the ground and he goes, Sean. And I like turn and look at him and I seriously thought he was hurt. Cause he's like, <laughs> Sean, get over here. He's like, Sean, get over here. And I'm like, I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, my leg's cramping. I just can't give you a hug right now. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what that just reminds me of? We missed the best part of our stock on these elk. Oh, well, you know, one more thing we're talking about. We moved probably 500 yards down the backside of this mountain and we if haven't mentioned six. we have not mentioned the amount of deadfall that we had to run over oh yeah yeah i mean you're every two steps you got to crawl over or underneath another tree especially yeah. when you jump that elk we probably had to move another 200 yards for you to get that shot i i can't remember i was like i was like nimbly bimbly tree to tree and shit yeah that <laughs> until that moment ended i mean up to that point it was like not a big deal but Holy shit! You got you're not thinking about what you're walking over until the adrenaline is down. That deadfall is the most miserable thing to try and maneuver. Well, and I guess we totally uh, missed a uh, a solid point too. Is on the way actually back after we got Chad's cow taken care of, we had called our good buddies Landon and Garrett, who mm-hmm. were up in in White Sulphur. And, I mean, they were up there, um, I believe, with a family member of Landon's, and those two have already shot bulls this year, um, so they were. They weren't really hunting. They were just kind of going, going, uh, going out. And I had called them, luckily, and they happened to be just rolling back into town just to stop at the gas station. And they were actually going to come back out and go hunting. And I said, "Hey, do you guys, you fellas, mind if you 
come uh, come pack an elk out, and they were, you know, they were, yeah, let's do it. You know, where are you at? And so I, we sent them GPS coordinates. So basically, because at this point we didn't know where she was, we just had the trail. Sent her, sent them GPS coordinates of. Uh, Said if you miss the blood trail, you probably shouldn't be hunting. Yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, but the funny part that we missed about the stock is uh, somebody. <laughs> In this you know, group, we can make fun of him, but that was the most impressive silent eating ass. I thought he was dead. <laughs> I, ser- I swear on my life, I thought you were seriously hurt when I turned around because. Oh, I knew he was basic- fine because I heard this big crunch through the timber, and then I turned around, and the first thing Ramsey's doing is holding his gun up in the air so I can grab it from him. So, Ramsey's fancy kill you pants of his. He uh, um, cut him on some barbed wire during archery. And uh, they yeah, had I a- tore a whole new hole in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah. I thought it was the same hole. No. His your pants must have cut on, or caught on a branch. So the end of the tree we were walking. It was a, it was a deadfall log. It when I walked into it, it poked a hole through it, and when I went to lift my leg, it caught you. It caught me, and I couldn't catch <laughs> my balance because I had nowhere to go. <laughs> Head first, right down. And so I was like, "Well, gun up, shoulder down. I'm this. This is happening." Ate shit, landed on a log on my hip. Like I, I sent you guys you get that, that picture. picture Sean? Yeah, that was a great brute. I seriously, seriously thought because Chad was, I was in front, Chad in middle, you fell behind, and I seriously thought you were hurt because I turned around and all I saw was there was a freaking two inch diameter spike, like spike sticking out of the tree, and it was right, like, from my view, right in his head, and I was like, I literally turned around and I was like, oh. Fuck. I was like, this is not good. And then I'm like, Chad's in my way and I can't see. And Chad's just standing there. And that didn't help because I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what a person does when somebody just got killed. And I'm well, I was like, trying to get his gun from him. And then I like do one of these and look around Chad and he's Ramsey's just holding his gun straight up in the air. Well, yeah, you're staring at Ramsey. I'm like, Sean, just take the fucking gun. It's fine. And uh, yeah, that was it. First thing I said when I got up was like, you think they ran away? No, he goes, do you think they heard that? And I turned out, I'm like, yeah, yeah they definitely yeah. heard that. Um, must not have. No, that, that maybe not. Maybe not. It was pretty loud because there was there was a nice crunchy bush next to you yeah. that your legs fell into. But yeah, it, it worked out very good. It worked out. But essentially, we when we got to her. When she was down in the um, worst place possible, oh, so nasty, man. Um, we With just a tired of trees to hold her while we were gutting it. Yeah, we had we had tire front uh, one of her fronts to a tree to hold her because I mean the nice part is is when you're gutting something you're always looking for a hill, you know, let the blood run down. But that was a little bit of a, a little steep. Yeah, and uh, so we we got her <laughs> one arm tied and we gutted her and everything and then. Um, I mean, we were already totally under the impression, like, yeah, we're gonna have to quarter quarter this one out because she's mm-hmm. probably a three or four year old cow, and uh, started quarter quartering her right away. I don't even think we made it through the first quarter before those other guys showed up. No, and I was trying to be loud the whole time because I would cough and exaggerate the shit out of it. Mm. And I remember Chad looked at me and he's just like, with the eyes, like, "What are you doing?" Because <laughs> it was every time. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to make a bunch of noise just in case if they're like 400 yards downhill, they can hear us. And uh, luckily, literally, I think 30 seconds after I said that, you looked up and you went, oh, shit, there they are. Yeah. And uh, they got down there and 
It was just a good old time quarter and an elk out. And it started a little campfire for us, yeah. cooked some rib meat on it. Yeah. It was, uh, they were, they were sitting, Garrett's sitting up there, goes, I'm hungry. <laughs> and I went, here you go. Just tossed them up a, a piece of rib meat and they cooked them up. And, um, that was a heavy, heavy, it was a long hike back, pack out. But it was, uh, it was worth it. Um, both of your asses first elk. Yeah. That was a, that was a crazy, crazy experience. I mean, the fact too that it wasn't like, Chad shot one one day and I shot one the other day. It was like we stacked up, like we doubled up. Yeah, I mean, without actually talking about it because it happened so fast, I just can't believe how well it actually worked. Seriously, out, you like know, the, other than yours dropping down. How many people do you really hear of that double up? I mean, that's just kind of a rarity in hunting. I in all my years, I've only done it one time, and that was probably antelope. It was antelope. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, for elk, that's just I just crazy. can't believe how long they sat there and stared at us. Well, and you know, the other thing I was going to get at, too, is when we first saw those cows that Ramsey spotted, there was another instance where one guy could have shot and harvested. Right. Oh, one yeah. Guy. I could have stopped right there and shot that cow. Yeah. The one that was standing out in the open. I was seriously, when we spotted that first cow, I was sitting there like, I was looking at Ramsey, and he looks at me, and I'm like doing one of these, I'm like... It's <laughs> like I could just shoot her right now, and, he, and we're like, "No, let's keep going up." But yeah, that was a, it was definitely a teamwork moment that whole day. I mean, seriously, and I kind of felt bad because, you know, Ramsey and I have been heavily, heavily hunting the last three years mm-hmm. together, and we kind of know what what we like doing, and. And I mean, Chad's a, he's, he hunts, but I, I mean, it was, that was part how, how, this is most in depth. Yeah. Which now the best part of my trip is being able to harvest an elk, but it wouldn't have been as cool if I shot that thing off the road. I mean, the fact that we got to stock those things yeah. for an hour and a half or two hours, that was one of the experience. coolest experiences I've ever had. And I kind of felt bad for Chad because Ramsey and I were kind of just discussing amongst ourselves. About- oh, I mean, you guys know each other. You, you know exactly what the other guy would do you know and the whole time chad's just kind of like okay yeah like he never was like no let's not do that you know what i mean he just kind of went and then finally right before we shot i actually showed chad on onyx what we were doing the whole time because ramsey and i'd go over and have our little quick powwows like zooming out zooming in zooming out zooming in, doing all this I'm like okay we're going and chad's like okay yeah he's well you know i kind of went into this weekend with the mentality of now i have hunted and there's a lot of things that you guys told me that i knew but I did not want to go into this weekend of don't tell me. I didn't want to go into it as a know-it-all. You know, so there's a lot of things you said that even though I knew, it's just, yeah, you know, like I'm here to learn. Yeah. That was so much fun. When have, just, you, have, you, uh, you've ne- have you ever quartered anything out before? Never have. No. Never? Everything that I've shot or someone I've been with who shot, it's been easy enough to get enough guys to drag it to a truck yeah. or, you know. That was a good experience then for you. Oh, it was great. I mean, about halfway up that mountain, I thought maybe you should have shot it better. <laughs> <laughs> the first time but <laughs> yeah but no a, you know it wouldn't have been the weekend it was if we didn't get to talk about that hike coming up that mountain just dying that's my favorite part of a, of mountain elk mm-hmm. is that right there you gotta embrace the suck oh yeah the it, rewards you know that's what i did there were so many moments and it's all still worth it you know with yeah. i mean 120 135 pounds on my back that i was climbing up that hill that i'd sit down on a log and be like all right Screw it. I'm building a house here. This is where I'm living now. <laughs> I told Garrett to get back there and make me a fire. I'll do the rest of the morning. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a, there's definitely a lot of, I mean, you hear it all the time. There's definitely a lot of camaraderie that comes by that because the conversations that strike from that. And 
there was a lot <laughs> there's a lot of noise because Ramsey was below Chad and there was a lot of noise when I couldn't see Ramsey. And so I was just really hoping every time that he didn't just try and sit down and just <laughs> tumble because I'd hear in the trees and I'm like, Chad, is he okay? Because I'm like, I don't really, I was like, was a long date he has came. already <laughs> fell pretty hard once. I don't want him to have slipped again. And, and I was like, oh, uh, dude, the, the, the leg was not feeling it on the way out or the way up to get your cow. I mean, the whole time it was oh, yeah. numb. About halfway up the mountain, going back in with our packs, I was like, oh my God, I can feel it now. You know, the initial pain of it. Yeah, that was a, but that was fun. I'm glad. I mean, that would have been a rough night if Landon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. huge thank you to those guys. Yeah, they, they made it was, one trip out. That was so nice. I mean, that was. Well, that and. My hands were so damn cold by the time they got there. That fire was so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the campfire they started for I didn't even think about that. Like, shit, I got all this stuff to start a fire in my pack, too. Right. But I uh, I definitely wasn't cold. No, you were you were fine. The funny thing is, you're talking about how steep that was. You gutted that thing and pulled the guts 10 feet below you. By the time you were done, you were kneeling down in the gut pile. I know. I remember <laughs> I said that. I was like, how the hell <laughs> did I end up in the gut pile? So I had to, I had to drag her back up a little bit. But I was like, geez, in that... But the the definitely knowing how to quarter something is I think something that oh that was so cool. most hunters need to know because mm-hmm. can you imagine some like what would you have done in that scenario if you were by yourself and you did that I mean you'd have figured it out I'd have figured it out it would have taken me longer it wouldn't have been as good I mean I've this isn't an arrogance thing I just if I get in a situation I will always figure it out right but it is so nice to just know what you're doing in the first place you know? i've known a lot of guys though that hunt because and how they hunt you know is either like on a private ranch or something where you shoot something and even if you're in the shit you always got some type of machinery that can help right you out. hey don't call me out like that <laughs> not but uh it's but no it was, it was cool just to watch you i mean i kind of felt bad because i was the inexperienced as far as courting it out but so i was in there as much as i could to give a hand but just not knowing what i was doing it's so cool to watch it probably would have gone faster if i had just grabbed a knife and gone in there with you but i figured it was more beneficial to chad to sit there and help you than it would have been for me to do one side while you did the other side there was a point where um you you went up to warm your hands up and i i think i was getting uh i had just finished the you're doing a front i had just finished the first front and then i was going into the rib to get the rib meat and I remember I was like, Chad, come here. Because I was like, I can't. I got to try and hold her up a little bit so I can see and then cut. And she was on a side hill and a hill down. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I'm pretty sure Chad was holding that whole weight of that cow. by. Just, she was a little heavy. Just, and I, I could see his, hand, his arm just doing this. And I was like, Chad, are you all right? And he goes, hurry up. <laughs> and uh, But, it, yeah, that was, that, was, was slipping. that was just a good time all around. I mean, we just sat up there and bullshitted and quartered an elk out and i mean did the full experience yeah i mean not only was it hard work the camaraderie of just five guys sitting up in the mountains just being dudes you know oh, yeah. it, was, it was so much fun i'm so glad though that it, the events happened like that because that uh i could have got a little hairy up there if uh sun would have went down a lot faster yeah because i don't think i had my headlamp i did i had a little one on my on my hat I do know when we hiked up the front of that mountain to drop down, we were all sweating, so we layered down. Then we thought, shit, we're about to go downhill into the shade. Yeah. It got a little chilly there for a minute. Well, that was a 
It was just an all around. I mean, shit. We were so damn tired though Saturday night when we got back. I couldn't even tell you how long we stayed awake when we got there. I think oh, we stayed up for a while. Just well, we people, ate dinner. We ate dinner. Was that the night that Brett brought his in, or was his the next night? No, it was the same, same night. So we helped him do his, but because that, that funny, the funny story about the, that camp was uh, that I didn't hear till Sunday was when they all showed back up. I think one of the guys was over around our camper, and your your elk was hung up in the tree. <laughs> I think he was taking a piss, and I think he, he looked happened up to finish it. and turn around and went, "Holy shit! There's some milk on that thing!" <laughs> Come look at this thing. <laughs> and then we get back with the and then of course everybody's like, Well, why didn't you come get us? We'd have helped you too. And we're like, We came back. <laughs> Nobody was here. Did you not notice the elk hanging in the tree? We were here for two hours. But Yeah, that was a that was a definitely a that was a good trip. Man, I tell you what, it's a lot harder work when you don't have adrenaline of chasing an elk to try and get oh, yeah. back where you're going back up that mountain the second time, I was like, Oh good God. These guys were at least 100 yards ahead of me. Yeah. It's like, you know what? My leg hurts. I'm just going to go slow. We'll all get there. That kind of that kind of wrapped up the the weekend because, I mean, we really didn't do... On Sunday... We went out Sunday. We went driving around on Sunday. Didn't see anything. I don't think so. We drove a long ways on Sunday, Chad and too. I had a, had a fun day. And you guys brawled Sunday. in the snow. We had a little tussle in the middle of the road. I'm not sure why. I pissed you off somehow. It was a good time. We were... Ramsey was enough of an asshole to stop the ranger so he could get out and drag me into the road. Yeah, that was a that was a fun time. I mean, that was a good trip for really sure. Oh, it was great. I'm glad we got out of there when we did though, because it sounded like they got a. They had a foot of snow Monday night. No shit. Yeah, he said it was halfway up the wall tent. Yeah. Did it give them any? Did they find any decent tracks off of that? Or uh. From what I was told, they got into him pretty heavy Monday morning, but um, he went back up in the mountains, and I haven't heard from him Nothing since. Yet. So. How long are they up there? Till Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Now, I tell you what, if if I planned on staying up there for the full week, I'd be all game, let's do it. I but think- the fact that I knew I was leaving Monday morning, I could not wait to get the hell out of that camper. <laughs> That was the longest drive of my life back to my bed last Monday. I'll have the bigger camper for next year. Yeah, that camper was, you know what? You better put that mattress in the bigger camper, though. That was the most cozy bed I've ever seen. No, that's definitely going in there. Same amount of beds in the bigger camper. Oh, so we're still doubling up and Randall's spooning me every night. (laughs) We can bring bring the dogs with the bigger camper, though. Oh, Randall might have to go track an elk. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing, Sean? What What are you doing? Is that thing not latching anymore? Yeah. Anyway, hey, why don't you come back here so we can wrap this up? Might have to put a thermostat in there that works, though, because uh, 95 degrees is not my optimal sleeping point. <laughs> when you when I'm sleeping next to another man and I'm hot enough to have to get you had plenty my, of room in between yeah you but you I. know what when i'm in my boxes my shirt's halfway over my nipples because it's so damn hot oh it got real <laughs> freaking toasty okay the only reason it got that hot is because we left the heater on in the camper because it has a heater and then we were trying to dry the boots out with the buddy heater 
That's true. The the buddy heater did it. The buddy heater was fine on its own. I mean, I we that, used it the rest of the week. Yeah, the rest of the week, and we just did the buddy I heater. I think that camper got to um, temperature real fast. I don't think that camper heater really had to run throughout that. No, I don't think that buddy heater did pretty good. Yeah, but we were going to talk about some stories and stuff that we had, but... I figured this was going to take up most of the podcast. It's, we're, we're almost to the hour 15 mark, so... All in all, it was a really great trip. I'm glad that you got to go with us, Chad. Oh, thank you I'm so glad much that for we the got trip. To, it was amazing. I'm glad that we got to spend as much time up there as we did. Next week, we should have a full crew, I believe. Um, mm, yeah, I think so. Matt's I think be. they're all back Sunday. Yeah. But. Um, good luck to those guys. Hopefully they. Yeah, they've been hitting it hard. Yeah, hopefully they. They take out well with their clients and everything, and everything goes well over there. Everybody stays safe. Um, don't forget to check out the BNB store. Uh, I'm pretty sure as of tonight we might be out of the black and camo hats. Potentially. Still have some orange ones, a few T-shirts here and there. Still got everything in stock at Danny's in Broadview. We have one 2X sweatshirt left. That is it. it. So if you are a 2X wearing fool, that B&B logo has been pretty damn lucky. I was going to say, we didn't mention that. All all oak that were shot this week, and we're wearing a B&B hat. That's right. Yeah, and Garrett and Landon's bulls are both wearing the old lucky B&B hat. That's right. uh, Well, thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on our socials, Instagram, Facebook. Yada, yada, yada. And we will catch you on the next one. See ya. Two Leggings Outfitters out of Hardin, Montana is your one-stop shop for the best hunting and fishing adventures Montana has to offer. If you're looking for fishing adventures, big game hunting, bird hunting, and much more, get a hold of Dave or Patty at Two Leggings Outfitters, 406-665-2825. Book the adventure of a lifetime today. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bull Mountain Brothers. Hey, if you're looking for more Bull Mountain Brothers, be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at bull underscore mountain underscore brothers and Facebook and YouTube at Bull Mountain Brothers. Also, don't forget to check out our B&B store at bullmountainbrothers.com where you can find some super sweet deals on some seasonal merchandise and outdoor gear.